Out of the ashes you will rise. If you feel sad, lost, depressed, finances are in the gutter, social life, you're lonely. Out of the ashes you will rise. Here in my garage, invest in yourself. Always be curious. Don't be a cynic. Sleeping on a couch in a mobile home with only $47 in my bank account. When everything's burnt to the ground, when you're sad, lost, and depressed, and everything's at rock bottom, you get to rebuild the exact and precise way you want the damn thing rebuilt. Health, wealth, love, happiness, each of these four goals. In case you missed the last episode, make sure you go back and check it out. Here's what went down. Some people say, oh, well, I know stuff. Yeah, but it's got to be stuff that's valuable to the world. It can't just be, you know, E equals MC squared. If you have above average knowledge of the economy, of business, of how investing works, of how the stock market works, supply and demand, price elasticity, human psychology, the psychological aspects of persuasion, how to read people. If you know all those things, you're going to have a huge advantage. Coming up today, most people, in terms of them being your friend, your ally, most people suck. Why? Most people have serious psychological problems. At least 70%. When you meet somebody that you're going to have to have a lot of contact with, a business partner, an investor, make them take that test no matter what you do. I was just having a talk with my mom. I'm going to tell you this. If you want to get through life and be happy, you got to know this one fact. At least 70% of people you meet are psychologically abnormal. Now, they might not be clinical. A psychiatrist might not quite diagnose them that way. But I'm telling you, I deal with a lot of people, both in person and through social media. Most people, in terms of them being your friend, your ally, most people suck. Why? Most people have serious psychological problems, at least 70%. Now, do I have any facts for this? Stats, yeah. I mean, I just read a statistic in terms of, look at the amount of people that are diagnosed and given prescription medicine for mood issues, for anxiety, for depression. It's something like 20, 30%. That's the people who can, one, afford medicine, Number two, are humble enough to go to a, you know, a doctor and get a prescription. You know it's at least double or triple those numbers. And that's for people that are so bad that, that they, you know, a doctor recognizes a need. But what about all the other stuff? What about sneaky people? What about backbiting people? What about people that care about themselves 100 times more than you, even though you've done a ton of stuff for them? Oh, man, they're out there. They're lurking everywhere. Now... One thing that I've done that's helped me a lot is I've learned the classifications because you got to understand the different psychological problems. It's not just uh, enough to say, oh, 70% of people have psychological problems because you don't have any tools to deal with them then. You're going to have to deal with some of them. Some of them might be your family members. Some of them might be your boss, your employees, your business partner that you can't get away from. So you got to know how to understand that. So I'm going to show you how I classify them. Not just me, but this is what I learned. There's a few different ways. So I'll give you the first way that I like the most. Okay. It's called the dark triad. And there's three main things you need to look for if you're using the dark triad. Number one, you got to look for narcissism. Number two, Machiavellianism. Number three, psych, them being psychotic, okay? Three, 
Now, let me explain how this works here, what that means. Number one, uh, narcissistic person. That's the easiest to understand. This is somebody who loves themselves more than anyone else. They like to look in the mirror. Now, the interesting thing about someone who's narcissistic, usually, believe it or not, deep down they have low self-esteem. So what happens is narcissists... Uh, was a you know a mythological person, and the story goes that he looked in the mirror, fell I mean looked in the water and fell in love with himself. So that's why we call it narcissism from this narcissist, this person. Now here's the interesting thing: they're in love with the image, but not actually in love with themselves. They're not that secure of a person. They're narcissistic, so they want to project an image of them being bigger and better than they are. And that's why anyone who has these dark triad traits, narcissism, Machiavellianism, psych, being psychotic, they're all exploitative. That means they want to take advantage of you. They want you to give, 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 and then not have to give anything back to you. That's what they want. So the first one you got to watch out for is narcissism. And it's not just somebody, it, it's a little trickier than people think to read because some people, depending on how narcissistic they are, are good at hiding it. I know some of the nar most narcissistic people that I know always talking about all the good stuff they do. They, they act, oh, hey, I got your back. But when the time comes, they don't. Actions speak louder than words. The second is Machiavellian. This is based on, you may have heard of, you know, there was a person, a real person in history, and he talked about, you know, it's better to be feared than to be loved and all this. But so scientists have named Machiavellianism as somebody who is manipulative, right? So to your face, they're going to be like, oh, yeah. But as soon as you turn your back, boy, they're out to get you. Machiavellian people, oftentimes, sadly, it comes from a place of them being bullied as a child, when I, when I see somebody with Machiavellian traits, I always ask them, were you bullied? And nine times out of 10, they say yes. I was, there was a girl that I know that is so beautiful. One of the most beautiful girls uh, for sure in California and maybe in the world. And she's so Machiavellian. And I just finally asked her one time, I said, were you bullied? And she's like, yeah, I was ugly. Like a lot of women who become beautiful as they age. And when she was like 12, she was awkward and not that pretty. And boy, it leaves serious psychological scars. And you can feel bad for the people, but you still better be careful of them because until they fix that, and it's not that easy to fix because your brain, once you hit age 25, your brain pretty much solidifies physically. The neuroplasticity, the flexibility, the new way to learn, it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. So you meet somebody with that exploitative kiss butt and then behind your back stab you, you just got to get away from them. Let the experts deal with them. It's not your place to save everybody. I guarantee you, you have at least one or two people in your family that are Machiavellian. The third one is psychotic. And this is basically people that have no remorse. They can do fucked up things and sleep great. You know, they're just like, ah, oh, I'm good. So with those people, some ways they're the most dangerous and there's different subcategories of sadism and things like that. Sadism is where you actually have pleasure in other people's pain. Most people who leave negative comments on the internet are, like I told you, psychologically not normal. Sometimes people are like, Ty, do you get concerned about the people who write 
you know, negative articles about you. I'm like, no, they're all fucked up. I've met those people. They're fucking psychos, literally. Now, interesting thing, if you look, and you can Google this, the occupations that attract psychotic people, guess what they are? Lawyers, journalists. We saw, no matter which side you're on, Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton in the last election, it came to the light that there's a lot of messed up people in journalism. Not all of them. There's some great journalists that are doing the right thing. But a lot of people are, there's a lot of psychos. They're literally people willing to lie to advance their own cause. And they can do it without any sympathy for the person that they're lying about. That's why I said psycho someone who's psychotic is basically uh, characterized. One of the traits is they're having low remorse. Um, obviously, people think of murderers and that, that's part of it. But you probably know someone who's a psycho. CEOs, a lot of entrepreneurs. You know, I, I don't always... If you people watch my social media and they're like, Ty, it's not all about entrepreneurialism. You know, there's other people that are just doing straight business advice. I'm like, I know, but a lot of entrepreneurs are psychos. I don't like to be around them. Sometimes the reason I don't speak at a lot of conferences and stuff, entrepreneurialism is associated with, just like lawyers, with high levels of psych being, you know, psychosis. Um, another example of this, uh, CEOs of big companies. You see Enron. You see all these big scandals. Don't be surprised. Psycho. Anyway, so what's the answer? Pick good people. There's a test online you can Google. There's a few different ones. Dark triad. When you meet somebody that you're going to have to have a lot of contact with, a business partner, an investor, make them take that test no matter what you do. And some people say, well, won't they trick the test? No, it's well done. Very few people trick it. So... Occasionally it happens, but not often. If someone scores high on that dark triad, get the hell out of there. You ain't a savior of the world. <laughs> so, yeah, just a thought. So save your life, boy. Especially in dating. Get away from these dark triad people. High dark triad. If you want the chance to enter into one of my free giveaways, here's all you have to do. Number one, subscribe to my podcast. And then secondly, leave an honest review of my podcast. What do you think of it? All right. I pick random reviewers to win either an iPhone 7, a GoPro Black, a MacBook Air, iPad, Kindle. And then I've been doing these uh, once a month free car giveaways, giving away a Mustang or Camaro to one random social media follower, podcast followers are entered into that too. So you'll get your free chance to enter. Just leave an honest review and make sure you subscribe to my podcast. All right. I hope you win one of the giveaways. Talk to you soon. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast in iTunes or wherever it is you like to listen so that you don't miss out on any new episodes as they come out.